Welcome to Language During Mealtime. Certified speech-language pathologist and children's book author Becca Eisenberg brings you creative professionals from the language learning and children's education field. With these ideas, parents can help their children with special needs improve language and reading abilities. Hi, my name is Becca Eisenberg. Welcome to my podcast, Language During Mealtime, episode number 21. Today, I'll be interviewing Aaron Morris. Aaron Morris is an Army veteran and former major in the United States Army Judge Advocate General's Corps. She spent nine years in the Army and deployed and was deployed to Afghanistan in 2013 with the 101st Airborne Division. Since leaving the Army, Aaron continues to practice law in Colorado, where she lives with her husband, also an Army veteran, and her family. In her free time, Erin volunteers to support through various outreaches and is a legal advisor to a veteran support nonprofit in Texas. Erin also enjoys traveling and adventuring in the great outdoors. So Erin is here to talk about her new book, Who is Sam the Soldier? Um, I received this book about, about two or three weeks ago, and I was just telling Erin that I just absolutely love it. I'm so excited for her to talk about it because... I think such a needed picture book. I mean, I learned things from this picture book. So, um, so I just want to welcome Aaron and thank you for being here today. Well, thank you. Thank you very much for taking the time. I appreciate it. And I think maybe we could just start off with a little bit about the synopsis of who is Sam the Soldier. Maybe you could just talk uh, like a little bit for anyone who doesn't know your book about like what the book is about. Well, Sam, the, the book itself, Who is Sam the Soldier, was really um, a book about a, a soldier. And he has a name and he has a face and whatnot, but really he's every soldier. And so the, the goal of this book was really to teach people about the language of the Army. Um, one of the biggest things that I found through my transition back to civilian life and uh, my husband who just retired, our transition was that we didn't have a base language with people around us. And um I, I really wanted to write a book that gave a concrete example and sort of walked you through Sam's average day of being in the army and what he did, what he did from the moment he woke up until he went to bed the next day or went to bed that night. So um, that's kind of who Sam is. So I just want to talk a little bit about your background in the army and your inspiration writing, who is Sam the soldier? Like, how did you you know, kind of think about the idea and then how did it materialize into a story? Well, um, so I didn't really come from a military family. My grandfather was in the Marines for his uh, two or three years back in the day. Um, my brother had joined the Air Force right before 9-11 and spent a few years there, but it wasn't really until um, after 9-11 and then uh, moved a little bit forward from there in law school. Um, I had this sort of draw to the military, though not the courage to join, until uh, a law school professor of mine who was a retired Colonel Jag, he, he, kept, I kept, he kept telling me these stories that he would do when he was in the service and stuff like that. And I thought, man, that's so cool. And I kept telling him that was so awesome. And finally, he just called me out and said, you know, what's your excuse? Uh, you're not married, you don't have kids, and you don't own a house here. So what's your excuse? And sort of opened my eyes. Um, and I said, well, you're right, I don't have anything. So then I joined the army. Um, I signed up for the JAG Corps and went in from there. Um, and then uh, the book itself, the inspiration actually um, 
I love doing veterans events at schools. The, the little kids are awesome. Their questions are super interesting um, because I don't remember what it was like to not know what I know. And they remind you real fast. Um, so uh, my sister, who's an elementary school teacher, I went to her school and did a whole day um, a couple of years ago, just answering questions. I went to each grade level. Uh, the classes would consolidate. Um, I, Depending upon the grade level, I either read a book. Um, I had some uh, mundane military equipment, uh, patches and stuff that I passed around for show and tell and we talked about. I had a PowerPoint of pictures of me and my husband and my brother who's in the service and my sister-in-law who's also in the service. I had pictures of us in uniform and then uh, just answered questions. And it, it was then that I realized that their questions weren't about... Uh, my service, their questions were about much more basic things. Um, what is this called? Where did you eat? Where did you sleep? What did you do when you woke up? Um, and I realized I didn't know how to explain that. And so I made <laughs> kind of a flippant remark saying, well, I'll just write a book because I couldn't find one that explained that for me. Um, and then people kept asking, you know, how's the book coming? I'm like, oh, well, I should probably write it then um, because people <laughs> kept asking. And so it just kind of spun from there. I, I just love, I love the book. There's so many great things about it. I think what I, well, I mean, one of the things I love is that it's so diverse. You know, you see that how, how diverse the army is. You have, you know, in your illustrations, and I, I love the illustrations, um, is just all different. You know, you kind of emphasize that, you know, it could be anyone, right? You know, regardless of race or age or um, gender, um, I, lo I love that. And so, um, and also just how you explain the, like the normal day of a soldier. And I think that's, it's true. Cause that's what kids are curious about. And what I also love is how you explain the uniform because <laughs> that's as an adult. So I don't come from a military background. Um, I'm very interested and I'm very respectful of anyone, um, in the army or any of the armed forces. Um, and so I'm interested because I think a lot of adults, unless you look it up online. Right. But I was just having a podcast yesterday and we were talking about, um, just about as adults that we learn from picture books. And I found that so interesting, just learning about, you know, what's important on the, you know, just the uniform and what that represents. And it's, and it's also a book I think that could be reread many times. So it's not, you know, I've already read it to my kids like two or three times and, they just want to read it more and more. Like, I want to hear more about Sam the soldier. Um, so it's, you explain things like kind of like more complex things in a very simple way. So I, I just think it's so beautifully done. Um, one of the things that my son wanted to know was, is Sam the soldier a real person? And if not, how did you come up with the name? Uh, so he himself is not real, but many, many, many of the characters or the names that I used in the book do come from real people, um, from not necessarily just military people that I served, uh, with whom I served or with whom my husband served, but some of them just civilians that have had a great influence in my life or have been, you know, there for certain things or whatnot. Um, but the name actually came from my sister, who at the time was a second grade teacher. She's a third grade teacher now, um, saying, look, Aaron, alliteration, that's what kids need. So it was more of what, what flows off the tongue, what is easy to understand and what's easy to say. Um, so he, like I said, he, he represents the average soldier, which is every soldier out there, our mundane tasks, the 
trying just to expose everybody to the base language that you're seeing even too. Um, but, but the other people, uh, one person in particular is on one page, uh, there's a captain, her name is Captain Bass, and she's actually named after my grandmother who had no military affiliation. She, um, she was obviously married to my grandfather who was in the Marines, but, um, that wasn't when she was around, but she was very important to me and she's kind of like our, our commander herself. So I wanted to make sure she had a strong female leader position in the book. Um, and so I surprised her with that one. She's, she's now shown everybody that she's a captain in the army. I love it. I love that. Well, that's what I love about the podcast because you don't, and speaking to the author, because, you know, as authors, you know, I stick little names into the books and little things like my last book, I named the elementary school after my old dog that had passed. So it's like, you know, we, we just kind of put these little things in there. And that's what makes, I think, the story so meaningful. Um, just one thing I also want to point out is that just the sentence, what you wrote in the end, a soldier's job is to help keep everyone safe. And I just, I love that because you know what? I, I think in the book, you don't just talk about the everyday of a soldier. You really talk about the responsibilities of a soldier. And I think it's a really complicated topic to talk about with a child. I mean, I... Like I had trouble kind of explaining to my kids about, well, also not coming from military background, you know, kind of explaining that. And so I think that your book is such a good teaching tool for, for children to learn because you know what it is? I think if you don't come from military backgrounds and you're not surrounded by anyone in the military, it's a lot of times kids, you know, don't know about it. You know, they may make assumptions. They just see what's online or on TV or whatever, or characters in a movie or a show. And they kind of assume that's what a soldier does, you know? Um, but what I love about it is that you just, you talk about it in such a really like nice, comforting way that I think also it, it inspires kids to, you know, not only, to not only respect a soldier, but also to maybe want to be a soldier themselves. Like, what is it about a soldier? Well, they're brave and they're compassionate. And, you know, you see all of these character traits in your book, you know, how they're helping people and how they're hardworking and um, how they're strong and also how they're like very vigilant about health and, and, you know, being healthy and keeping in shape. And so I think those are all things that I think we all aspire to do is to be healthy and to be compassionate and help other people. Um, so I think it's a real gift that, you, that you're giving to people is that you're, you know, you're educating children, the next generation about this, such an important job, you know, someone who protects our country. So I really, I don't know. Well, you could already tell that I love the book. Okay. So, but when you, when you wrote the book, just about like kind of your thoughts and what you wanted kids to learn from the book, um, besides just the everyday, what was your other thoughts about what you want children to gain from the book? Well, it, it's kind of funny because the book has been the book since, since I wrote it. And my original intention was very simple. It was, um, I needed something that I could use to go explain to kids um, in these elementary schools because they I love doing the school visits um, and I didn't have anything. And so it started off as this sort of simple, like, I want something for me. Um, and it was for these civilian kids who had no affiliation. Well, as it has 
since it's been released and friends of mine and other people have gotten a hold of it, um, what I found out is there's, there is multiple levels. So there's the level of what the soldier is and what he does and, and she does every day and that anybody can be a soldier, whatnot. But then there's this background level that was always there. I just wasn't able to articulate what I was feeling when I, with the intention. And that is that we, we are missing a common language um, between uh, the military community and the non-military community to, to a point where it's creating such a divide that we can't even get to um, have a, a small conversation because there's so much language that we don't have as the same. It's almost like talking to somebody with a foreign language that you don't speak. Um, and then for us military folks that sometimes we don't realize the words we're saying are part of this language um, until somebody says, okay, well, what does that mean? Or what do you mean there? Or, you know, we could say one word and it implies four or five different levels of concept. Um, and with, with other folks, you know, they don't have that. They're like, well, you know, what are you talking about company? And so it it turns out, it turns off people from having a conversation with a veteran, um, because they, they are either intimidated by not knowing the language or they don't know what to say, or they're, it's pretty exhausting to try to sometimes communicate. Um, and so I realized that it does help, you know, the civilian kids that I thought I was helping. Then my military friend said, now my child knows what I do and can tell his or her friends, what mom or dad does at work or what mom or dad is. So it gave my military children, um, some language to be able to talk to non-military children. And then like you just said, it gave adults. Um, I met a woman yesterday at a, a book signing that I was doing whose son just joined the army. Um, I think he's 18 or 19 years old. And so she's a brand new military mom. And then the, she bought the book for the two younger siblings, but I, I, you know, I showed her, you know, what was in it and she appreciated that it now gave her the language to talk to her son who's getting ready to speak a completely foreign language to her. And so I've, I've realized now that this book is more than just the, the tool for me to go into a, have something to read, um, that it actually, I hope, will help bridge some communities and start some conversations, uh, not necessarily as a recruiting tool, which would be awesome, uh, but to really just bridge the conversations and start, start having those conversations as opposed to the intimidation and not having those conversations that creates this divide between our communities. Yeah, I mean, I I totally agree on that because I think what happens is that, you know, to be educated children, then they grow up and they understand. Because if if you're a child and you grow up like I never had, I mean, I've never read a book like your book. um, And I don't think I ever had in school growing up kind of just, you know, having anyone from the military come in and talk about what they did. And so I think, you know, and then as an adult, you don't really know. And so it's hard to educate your kids about it when you don't know yourself. And sometimes adults could also be intimidated to ask somebody kind of simple questions like, oh, what does that mean on your uniform? Or it's easier for a child to ask, (laughs) you know, yeah, why don't you just, you know, you tell your kid, just go and ask them, right? Exactly. Um, So, (laughs) but I, I think it's, I don't know, it's, it just, you're right. There's just so many levels um, that you're going to be able to use this book. And just out of curiosity, because I just feel like it, it's a, there's just so many other books that you could kind of expand on this, like who is Sam the soldier, but like talking about someone, the Marines or um, yep. <laughs> the Air Force. And so I was just curious about if you had any other um, future books that you were thinking about, you know, given the success of this book. Well, that is absolutely the goal. Um, so I started with what I knew, which was the army. Um, but 
even amongst our branches between us and the Marines, the Navy, the Air Force, the Coast Guard, we all speak different languages from one another. It's, it's easier for us to interact because our concepts are similar. So we just have to find the word that means the same thing, which is a little bit different than our populations from the civilian uh, population. But my goal is to, to do one for the Marines, do one for the Air Force and uh, the Navy, and to not forget the Coast Guard, because everyone forgets the Coast Guard is uh, armed service as well. Um, and so, you know, I want to give back to them as um, I, I work for, like I said, a veterans nonprofit um, that helps uh, service members, mostly post 9-11 veterans. Um, so I have access and I have great friends from all these other branches for consulting and making sure that I get their words right and their language right and then their images right. Because the images are very important. We, um, my illustrator is, as you notice, he's fantastic. I, I kind of just bumbled upon him. Um, he's actually from Canada. He lives in Canada. Um, and so going back and he had no affiliation to the military. So we went back and forth in painstaking detail, making sure each, each item was correct. Each ribbon was correct. Would this make sense if this person had this ribbon plus that ribbon, um, on their uniforms and stuff. And so, um, I do want to do one for each of the other services because I mean, there are, everybody gives, a lot of attention to the army, some attention to the other branches, but there's not a lot of kids' books to do do this. And so I want to give them, the other service members, the other veterans, a book that they can go and explain themselves and start that common language um, conversation uh, as well. Well, I, I can't wait because I, I want a <laughs> copy of all those books. <laughs> so, I love it. I love it. I love yeah, but it. I think it also, it brings up a really good point because I think, you know, as, as an author, um, but also knowing, the, I think the images are so important, especially in your book, because you're talking about very specific things, um, like you know, on the uniform, ribbons, um, you know, all that. I, mean, I don't want to give away the whole book, but, um, but I think, I, I think having that background is just really, I think, extremely important, and the images are extremely important. So, I mean, how long did it take for you to? let's say from start to finish to, you know, for the, for the story to kind of go from just an idea to, um, being published. Um, so the script, which is not very long, took maybe a month or so, um, just to, because I was living in Germany at the time. So if nothing else, it was the time changes for the people who were editing it. And, um, you know, I had my, my sister who, like I said, was the elementary school teacher run it through her folks to see, you know, was I hitting all the concepts that the teachers needed, that the teachers wanted to be able to teach? Because they they kept saying, we want a book to be able to teach as well. Um, and so that took about a month. The images took a, almost a year, maybe a year and a half, um, because it's all through email. It's all through back and forth, um, started with uh, pen and ink kind of I mean, it's all digital, but pen and ink type drawings, sketching them out. Um, I would send uh, VPen, my illustrator, stick figures saying, this is the concept. I want to go with this, these words. And then he would come back with something. And I'm like, how did you even figure that out? Because again, he's not even American. He's not even military, but he could figure out some of the things because he was Googling things. Sometimes he would put uh, some uh things together. I'm like, okay, those are actually like three different people. So let's separate those. But, um, he did a fantastic job. He was very receptive. Um, and then we went to the colored images and, uh, went back and forth and made sure each one of the badges on the uniform or the, the ranks. And now I will say there's a couple of 
maybe Easter eggs, you would call them, uh, that I did leave in there that for my military folks, especially for my army guys, um, they're not necessarily mistakes, but if the army guys see them, they will absolutely laugh uh, because, you know, some of the things are incorrect, but those are on purpose. For the most part, though, everything is trying to be as exact as possible without looking realistic and still in that sort of cartoon children's book kind of way. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love that. Well, thank you so much. I mean, is there anything else that you wanted to? And also, oh, I also want to mention that Erin has a website, samthesoldier.com. And you could check out her, you know, events coming up or any book signings that she has. And she also has a Facebook page as well. So, um, and where are you located again? Because I just curiosity as far as like where you do your signings, like your, your events. Well, uh, I'm outside of Denver, just right outside of Denver. And so a lot of my stuff um, from now until the beginning of November is in Colorado, but I will be in North Carolina for about a month. Um, because that's where my family is. And that's where my, I'll be doing an event specifically at my sister's school where the idea kind of was born. Um, and then, uh, several events in North Carolina, um, that I'm trying to work out. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Uh, it, really, if anybody has questions, um, they can email me if they would like just Aaron at Sam, I'll be happy to, you know, help translate the military community or at least sort of bridge some of those questions. Or if you just have questions, please, um, I'm happy to answer them. I love, uh, being able to help people, uh, and, and understand sort of the community that I came from and trying to figure out the community I'm in now. Yeah. It's too bad you're not in New York. I'd have you. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, if you ever come in New York, just let me know. Well, thank you. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Um, thank you for listening. Listen and learn with us at Language During Mealtime. Time.